You're listening to The Long Game Podcast with Sandra Scaiano. In a world where everyone is doing, it's easy to get lost in a sea of comparison, secret tricks, and promises of overnight success. The Long Game is my approach to business, the actual day-in and day-out philosophy that you have to show up, you have to do the work, and there's no quick fixes for long-term success. I'm a web designer, digital strategist, and energetic thinker, and I'm here to share the process and lessons I experience with my clients daily who are going through the same struggles of building a business as you are. We'll hear from successful entrepreneurs sharing their long game strategies, and I'm fun, so we're going to have a little fun along the way too. Thanks for being here. Let's get to today's episode. Hello, we are here today with a superstar entrepreneur who runs her own biz and services with the long game approach. Holly Gillen is the go-to video gal. She works with high-performing leading ladies who want to save time on both sides of the camera. She helps you get comfy on camera through her courses and in-depth video challenges, which are awesome. I've taken them. And you can find all she has to offer at hollygstudios.com. Hi, Holly. Welcome. Hello, Sandra. I'm so happy to be here with you today. We're, we're, we're in lockdown. We're, we're in lockdown mode still, but thank you for making the time. You know, I have to start off with the story of how we met because it just shows what can happen when you reach out. It goes back to something I mentioned in episode two of showing up. So I had recently moved from Brooklyn to New Jersey and I was on Holly's mailing list. I've been a fan for a while. And one day I just scrolled to the bottom of the email and I saw that her biz address was in the next town from my new town. So I sent her an email introducing myself and just saying that I wanted to expand my in-person network, also known as I wanted to find other female entrepreneur friends to hang out with. And would she be into, into meeting for coffee? And it turns out Holly was in the same boat as me, having recently moved to New Jersey from Queens. And we met and we hit it off. And she has been my go-to video gal and a good friend. So show up, reach out, do those extra things because it can really launch into a beautiful friendship. So Holly, tell us. Tell us what you do. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. So. I am the go-to video gal. And I like to joke around and say, like, I didn't just fall off the back of the truck and crown myself that. Like, (laughs) I actually have been working in video production since 2008. I've worked as a camera operator, a video editor, and a producer in New York City, freelancing, working on tons of different projects for everything from HBO to the Sundance Channel and everything in between. In... 2010, I started my own production company working with business owners who wanted to create online videos. And that was awesome. And then I was like, all right, well, this is cool, but everybody has the same questions and concerns when it comes to video, which is like, hey, I want to make video, but I don't know what kinds of videos I want to make. I want to make video, but I'm not comfortable on camera. I want to make video, but I don't know how much it should cost. And oh yeah, I don't have a budget for it. (laughs) So I was like, all right, back to the drawing board. And uh, I started another company and then pivoted from that company because I was like, I want to take all of these skills that I have and translate them into an online business that gives me the opportunity to work with people from all around the world and teach them how to create professional level productions on their own for their online businesses. And I started this business in 2013 and I haven't looked back since. 
Awesome. And I love that you took that, that start direction, that motivation from all the questions you were getting, because that's really like your audience telling you exactly what they needed. And Absolutely. you were finding the same thing over and over again. So that's awesome. Um, let's talk a little bit about video being a long game strategy. Obviously, we know you. no one does just one video, or if you do, that's not a good strategy. But why is it important to have a strategy with video? And you know, we can just talk a little bit about video strategy for entrepreneurs. Sure, absolutely. Um, strategy is, is basically everything. So if you don't have a strategy, then you're just creating video for the sake of creating video that's never really gonna get you where you wanna go. I equate it to um, going on a road trip, you uh, you get in the car and you're driving, but you don't even know where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> right. So why would you or do that? What, what good is going to come of it if there's exactly. no purpose, right? Exactly. You don't know why you're going there. You don't know where you're going. You know, if I'm just like, hey, let's get in the car and drive. Like, you know, you need to be driving, which, you know, you need video, but don't just get in your car and start driving aimlessly around the country because that's not going to get you. <laughs> that's not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to get you the results that you want. So you really need to start with a strategy. And one of the things that I always teach my clients and anybody who will listen to me is you must start with the end in mind. And one yes. of the first places I start with that is understanding the four pillars of pre-production, which is foundational for any video plan or any video strategy. And they are why, who, what, and how, right? Awesome. I think that goes with any, like, any type of work that we're doing as entrepreneurs, like what is the end result? Is the end result here to sell a product? Is the end result here to get uh, grow your list? Like what yeah. are you doing? Because then you can work backwards a little bit. Exactly, because if you don't know why you're doing it, then you are just wasting your time. I call it willy-nilly. You're just being willy-nilly about it. So we don't want any willy-nilly videos up in here. So understanding those four pillars of pre-production, why? So why is it important? Why does it matter to you? Why does it matter to your audience? Why should they care? Why do you care? What it how does it fit into the big picture of your, you know, your overall business and goals and things like that. So you really want to consider that first and foremost. And I think having that foundation helps center you. Yes. Which is leading into my next question of, you know, you always hear, and I hear it from my clients all the time. It's something that I help them get over the hump of, of that overwhelm of video and struggling to get on and be, you know, create that first video that, you know, them putting themselves out there and getting the courage to put aside their like self-abasing feelings of, am I going to look foolish? You know, that's a big, big hurdle for people to get over. And I want you to talk about that a little bit, but I think that foundation can help ground you a little bit in those Absolutely. steps. Absolutely, because it's the unknown, right? And that's what people kind of fear. It's like this unknown realm, like I haven't done it before. I don't know what's gonna happen when I do it. I'm not really comfortable doing it. I equate it to riding a bike, right? The first time you get on a bike, you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. You might fall <laughs> over, you know, you need some training wheels. Maybe you need someone like me holding you up from the back you know, encouraging you and pushing you along to get started. I joke around and say like, you need to make a hundred terrible videos. <laughs> oh my you know, gosh, right? The when I started coming from a professional background. So when I started my business, I knew I was going to be the face and voice of my business. And I knew I was going to be creating video content to support my business. But what I didn't know was how uncomfortable I was going to be with that. I just was like, oh, it's going to be great. It's totally fine. I'm a professional. I know what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, no, that's not what happened. 
What yeah, happened? The goes on. You stare. Yeah. I was like, oh man. I was like, the sweaty palms, sweating. <laughs> I was like having like an out of body experience where I was like, what are you even going to say next? Well, I, I did a whole series last summer in a tank top because I was like, I'm just hot. Okay, like I stuck to <laughs> just, just a whole bunch of me in a and I would tank top. So <laughs> exactly sweating because like you're like nervous and you're just second guessing everything. And even if you're a professional, you're thinking somebody else who knows more than you is going to see it and call, and think you're an idiot and be like, what are you even doing? So like you're having this whole conversation in your head while you're trying to like be serious and professional and, and sound like, you know what you're talking about and thinking about all the things like, is the camera running that I put batteries in it? And like, what's happening? <laughs> My mouth's so dry. I can't talk anymore. So yeah, like that's what happens. And that's what happened to me. And I literally locked myself in my studio and I just kept making video after video after video after video until I had an epiphany. Did you those videos or did you just make them? I just made them. No one ever saw them. I don't even, I think I didn't even look at them either. Oh no, Um, that's great. That's like huge. That's like a huge tip. Just make the videos. Just make them. No one else has to see them. No, but yeah, exactly. No one, no one is going to be like putting your first video up on CNN you can make that video <laughs> and then just go delete. It does help once you're beyond the, I just going to delete this video stage to look at it. So you can see where you want to improve. But before that happens, you know, just, just getting comfortable sitting there looking at the camera, if that's what you need to do. So I did that and I had an epiphany and I was like, you know, this nervousness, this feeling, this uncomfortable awkwardness, this like butterflies in my stomach. I was like, you know what that is? That's me growing from the inside out because I am doing something I have never done before. So my body is responding with these feelings. And if this is good, I'm like, I'm gonna make this good and this is good. And I'm glad I'm doing this because it's allowing me to grow as a human and it's allowing me to show up and share for the people who need to hear what I have to say. So I just shift the perspective. So that's like the first thing you can do is just shift that perspective in your head and understand that you're giving yourself an opportunity to do something that you've never done before And it's going to feel uncomfortable, but that's good. It's a good thing to feel that feeling. It means you're growing. The other thing is when you stop focusing on yourself and all like all of like, "Eh, is that how I talk? And why does my mouth move like that? (laughs) And all these things, because we are just our own worst critics. We see and hear things that just don't matter to anybody else. Nobody else cares about but us, right? Like, why is my hair doing that weird thing? Like nobody even noticed that, right? Don't worry about that stuff. Take the focus off of you and focus on the people who are going to be on the other side, nodding their head and saying, yes, thank you so much for sharing this. I needed to hear this today. I was going to say, and a lot of times it's just when you put yourself out there and then you start to see the comments come in or the things like, then you realize like you're making an impact and that helps to move you forward too. A thousand percent. And one of the things I was going to say is, That is why I end every single video with the same line. And it is, remember, you are someone's reason to smile. So don't give up. And that kind of came organically about after I decided that I wanted to take the experience that I went through, locking myself in my studio and making video after video and turn that into a video challenge for people to do the same thing. And it was magic. And people- Is this the 100 video challenge? This is the from start to start challenge. From start to start, okay. Yeah, I know. I have I have a I have a bunch of different challenges. Video challenges are awesome. I have a bunch. They're just about action and really getting you to 
to perform and perform the action so that you're getting over it. And yeah. you know, like what you just said, you have to do a hundred videos before you're comfortable. So the only way is to do that in an environment that, you know, whether you're directed, because people don't know what to do. That's the other, that's the other piece. What yeah. do I talk about? How do I, how do I say what I have to say? Exactly. So that's what these challenges are. It's just like one, don't, don't look at everything that's happening out here. Just look down at your feet and take that first step and then take another step and then take another step. That's how my challenges are kind of um, organized. It's just about like, what's that, what's that next step? Then the next step, then the next step. Don't think about the fact that you have to cross the entire bridge and it looks really scary. Like think Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom, <laughs> the bridge that they get stuck on. And something Between the vast, uh, the vast divide and yes. the, over the river. Don't think about that. Think about the next step. And that's why challenges are focused around like that kind of stuff. So for the from start to start challenge is that it's a 15 day free challenge that I run that teaches people how to overcome their fears in front of and behind the camera. Cause there's also those like tech gremlins, like, Oh, I, I don't know how to do this and I can't do this. And so those, those are other things that kind of hold people back. These mindset things where they feel like technology is out to get them. <laughs> so this gives people an opportunity to work, work through all of those things in real time without any um, expectation, you know, without any barriers, without any expectation and just make those mistakes so that you learn from them because that's what it's about. Right. And I love to your um, challenges are a safe space. Yes. So, you know, they're, you're able to see what other people are doing, people who can see what you're doing. And it's a safe space where you feel like you are publishing, but you're, all right, your mother's not seeing it on Facebook where you're going to be like, ah, oh, she knows something about me different. You know, it's just other people could be very encouraging in the community. So, you know, and I, I feel like that's one of the benefits of the challenges is that you are putting it out to people you don't know, and they're seeing something completely different than you're seeing in, yes. in your videos. Like people will comment, wow, you're so this, you're so that. And you're like, really? Wow. Okay. I thought You just I gave good. me the chills. You just gave me the chills. That is one of my favorite things about these challenges, the community that kind of comes together around it and what people are able to do in such a short period of time. It It is so transformative and so amazing. So if you don't have the opportunity to join one of these challenges, just do this for yourself. And it's so awesome. So that would be one of your get started tips. Number one, do a challenge or, or do a bunch, just shoot video. Just, just get video started. Yeah. Published. You know, you touched on the tech piece and um, I deal with this all the time in my business is, you know, people really being afraid of what they don't know and what they don't understand. And, you know, I will say to the fact that there's new things introduced all the time. So, you know, you as a, a video person are staying up on the latest technology and different things like that, but you don't have to be all in like that to get started. And I, I find even for my clients, I give them like a, an equipment list that's just even a small like, okay, here are the things you need. I think it's worthwhile to invest in this because if you're going to do video, there are certain pieces of equipment you need. And, um, you know, for me, it was like, you know, getting a diva ring, a light, like a one of the uh, mics so that I sound better when I'm recording, uh, a tripod. So I think some of those basic things are good. Oh, and a Logitech camera. So I have mm -hmm. that as like a little sharper thing besides my webcam. And they're not too expensive um, if you're going to really decide to do that. So do you, you know, what do you recommend like for people to start out as well? Because 
you're going to have a better experience. You know, you want to sound good. You want to do all that. You don't have to invest in the top equipment. But so what do you, what's your um, direction on that for people with the tech issue and the equipment? Yeah, definitely. I love all the things that you recommended. And I, one of the first things I tell people just so they don't get super overwhelmed or stuck on the equipment piece is I say, start with what you have, start with what you have and then upgrade as you go. Because that allows people the freedom to just go, okay, I have everything I need right here. I don't need to use that as an excuse to mm -hmm. hold me back. Oh, I can't get started with video because I don't have that fancy microphone. Or I can't get started with video because I don't have a ring light. You don't need a ring light to make a video. You just need a camera. And I guarantee you have a camera within three feet of you right now. If you have a budget and it's not a mindset thing, about you know holding you back by not having the right stuff, and you want to invest in equipment. Everything that Santa just recommended is I, I would recommend this, the same the same tools. You know, upgrading your camera, so getting like a Logitech if you're using your webcam, and getting a Yeti mic. Audio quality is super super important when it comes to video. So if you are going to make an investment, I highly recommend investing in audio first. So never really relying on the built-in audio or whatever device you're filming on. So that means with your computer or your laptop, getting something like a Blue Yeti mic or an Audio-Technica mic, something that fits your budget and is gonna upgrade your sound quality. Because that's gonna make a huge difference from taking your videos from amateur to more professional. The next thing, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I like your idea of starting with what you have, especially for those first 100 videos that you're not even publishing. Like, yeah, like you don't even know that, like you're not even putting them out there. Exactly. You first have to make sure that this is the route that you want to go because you might think like, because so-and-so does video, I totally need to be using video in my business. And a video is not necessarily right for everybody in their business. It's a magical, amazing tool. And I recommend that everybody uses it on one in one way or another. But, you know, doing like the full Marie Forleo produced video TV show and becoming a, you know, a TV show video content marketer may not be what you need to do for your particular business. You could take advantage of video in a different way. So, don't, you know, don't, you don't need to go off the deep end before you even know, like, that's the road that you want to take. I am so guilty. Like, I've got the spin shoes. I've got whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, oh, I am going to be spinning all the time. I mean, I need spin shoes. I need, you know. I, I got to like slow my roll a little bit. I tend to, to be like, oh, I need that stuff. But, you know, I'm glad that at certain points that I did make the investment because I use it like, yeah. you know, and once you become comfortable, like, you know that you need good lighting. If you're going to yes. do a video, I might not do videos all the time, but I might hop on to do a Facebook live or I might do a series of things and say, oh, OK, now I just plug that in and it's there to go. Exactly. And that's what the, going back to the challenges or, you know, whether you do the from start to start you do something different going back and just using all of the different equipment and shooting at different times of the day and just experimenting and making sure that you know how to use everything for when you do want to use it yeah totally i mean that's the big thing too because there's nothing more frustrating than being like how do you screw this thing onto that thing yeah you're like oh i have to go live in like 10 minutes but yeah. uh, uh <laughs> my light's not set up and Nothing's i have no you're like putting it together backwards and yeah totally
<laughs> totally. Um, yeah. So I think that's a good, you know, another good tip is like get used to the equipment that you're using because that whole being comfortable there and that whole piece helps you feel comfortable on camera a little a bit. A thousand percent. Because if you're in the back of your head worrying about like, uh, did I do that right? Or is the light going to you know blow out? Or did I push the camera record button? Or I wonder how it's going to sound like there's a lot that unknown creates a sense of uncomfortableness and fear that doesn't necessarily have to be there if you've just gone through and just practiced with the stuff beforehand and just kind of work through that out. And then that's just another check in the box. Like, oh, I don't have to worry about that because I know how it works and I've used it a million times. It's like driving a car. Like right, the first right, time right. you get into a car, you're like, holy moly, what's all these buttons and, and what does these <laughs> pedals do? And how do I even start this thing? You're like super nervous. because You're like, oh my God, I could kill somebody in this thing. I don't know how to drive and I don't know how to back up and I don't know how to parallel park, but you have to get in the car and drive it. Otherwise you're never going to know. Right. You sparked another question in me is yeah. like about the back end piece, like editing. Like, do you teach people how to use editing software? Are there, you know, you know, cause that's the thing like, oh, I want to cut the front off or I want to add, like, that's always the piece that like, okay, I've done the live or I need this video for whatever, but like, now I have to hire some video crew and uh, editors and all this stuff. Like, you know, what do you do on that whole piece with the people that you work with? Like, I teach them pre-production and by having the right pre-production, the planning part, and I'm sure you can, you can, you can probably agree when it comes to website design. Like you can't just be like, go to the, go to the designer and design the website. No, 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 no. Cause what's going to happen is it's going to be a freaking mess. Yep. That's the same thing that happens when you're creating video. Love it. You can't do video like that. You have to start with pre-production, which goes back to those four pillars. I tell people like, if you don't have the answer to those four questions, put your camera down and walk away because you're going to end up in a disaster at the end when you're trying to like put things together and you don't know, like you just rambled for 10 minutes into the, into the camera, into the mic. And you're just like, I know there was something good in there somewhere. And you, then you bring it over to like an editing software and you're like, okay, how do I make this like look good? And you just get frustrated and you're just like, you know what? Never mind. But if you had taken the time to stop, and plan out what you're going to say, know who it was for, know what the strategy was behind it and why you were creating it and record it in such a way that it's literally like putting together a puzzle. Then that's what makes editing easy. And that's usually where I tell people to start. It's, it's not what you think. It's not like starting in the, like, I'm going to teach you how to do all the editing tricks and stuff like that. No, no, no. Because where it starts is in the planning and pre-production phase. That's 60 to 65% of the process. Oh, I love that. That's awesome because that's so much of everything that we do. You know, it's like the same sense of applying. Like you've got to, and another piece is knowing your audience. So, yes. you know, I, I know that's something that I, you know, two things that I really try and emphasize to my clients are knowing your own voice and that you know your own voice by knowing who your client is, who your audience is. Um, and so knowing those things up front because people say, oh, should I say it like this? Or I tend to write my words, my script out, and I'm saying all this stuff that doesn't even sound like me. And I'm like, just be yourself so that it sounds like you. But I love that piece because we, we already had a conversation previously about, I, I love to riff, but I love riffing with a purpose, you know? Yes. So I, I riff, but I have, I might have bullet points. So I know I'm hitting my points, but I might not have everything scripted out. You know, I like to just let myself go a little bit 
on it, but there is a purpose there. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of plan a little bit, but I think with everything that you do better with a little bit of forethought. Yeah. And you know what? And then you might have an, you know, like a moment where you're like, oh, you know, it would be perfect if I talked about this here. And if you had just kind of run full steam ahead, you might not have had that moment where you realize like, oh, this works with that and I can do this. And oh, that makes it it's so much better if I do it like that. And I, I've personally done that even with the planning. I'll get to the editing. I'm like, oh, why didn't I talk about that? Yeah. That would have made perfect sense. <laughs> so planning that kind of stuff into it, it just makes it so much more powerful. Um, riffing is totally great. But like you said, riffing with a purpose that you can't just riff to riff because then you wind up going into oh my gosh. Ramblin on a Facebook live where somebody was just riffing without a purpose. Yeah. And, like, and you know stuck. what? Don't stuck. do things that you don't like that people do to you. Don't yeah. do that to other people. So don't go off into ramble land and talk, you know, you're at the end of the video. You're like, what was the, what was I even talking about? Uh, I'm sure I said something. I'll, I'll, I'll edit it together. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that. Um, but I think another good point that you made was bullet points and everybody's gonna, because this is a question I get asked all the time, like scripting, how do you script the video? How do you, you know, format it so that it's engaging and should I write a script? Should I write a full script? Should I just use bullet points? My recommendation, or should I use a teleprompter? Mm -hmm. My recommendation is you have to do what's going to work for you. And again, this goes back to, you know, gaining that, doing those first 100 terrible videos. Like you're not going to know until you start doing it. You might start with, and this is what I did. I started with full scripts because I was like, ah, oh, I need to be professional news anchor, Holly. And I need to like make sure every word and every video is perfect, perfect, perfect. Otherwise people aren't going to take me seriously. And that's not true. And I found that as I started to kind of be a little bit looser with my scripting, more of my personality got... Mm -hmm injected into the videos, but I wouldn't have known that if I hadn't gone through that, that initial process. And I actually needed that initial process to kind of warm up a little bit. Right. I like needed to be over-prepared. Right? Yeah. I needed to be over-prepared because I knew that that's what I needed to be able to show up. So you need to work that out and figure out what's going to work best for you. Um, honestly, now I just, I literally write like four bullet points and that's my script. <laughs> yeah. I, you just got to make sure you don't, forget that last one when you're kind of going off on a tangent, but, you know, bring yourself back to center with a bullet point. Exactly. So I know that you've got your video made easy subscription launching soon, which is June 1st. And I love a, I love a membership site type of thing. Um, you know, I love really having access and deeper access to, to products. And I think they can be really like a great place for learning. So why did you opt for a subscription for your video versus a course this time around? So I, I just had a baby. So, you know, like when you have a baby, like things change, <laughs> this is my second baby. So I was like, Oh, okay. I want to do this differently. And I've, I've done courses before and I actually had another membership group. I had a membership group before I had my first child. And when I came back, I realized like this, had very good intentions, but it turned into something that wasn't working for me. And I mm -hmm. felt like I was doing a disservice to the members of the community because it was, for, it was, it's just, it was just formatted wrong. I equate it to like, it was like a big giant swimming pool and people were coming and maybe some people were swimming. Maybe some people were coming in and jumping off the deep end. And some people were just kind of wading in and other people were just lounging on the lounge chairs on the side. And I was like, this swimming pool experience in this membership group that I created is not working because people aren't getting what they need to be able to take action and mm -hmm. get results. 
And that is what fires me up. <laughs> That's what I want for people when they come and work with me. I want them to be able to get results. I want them to be able to take action. And it had a lot of amazing information in it, but it wasn't set up where people had like, this is the action you need to do today. This is the action you need to do tomorrow. And I made that. I, really I just want to interrupt yeah. and say, yeah, every single one of my clients loves to be told what to do. They tell me that, tell me, just tell me what to do. So you setting this up like that is genius because people want to be told what to do. They, if they're, if it's an area, not of their expertise. I want to make it easy for you. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I've been doing this for, let me see what year is it? I've been doing this for <laughs> a long time. And, and I've been running my, my online business since 2013. I have formulas, I have process, I have systems, I have checklists. I am a planner. I love planning. You know, I've done all of the hard work for you. I come from professional video production. So I know what it looks like to run a professional video production. And I know what expectation is there and how I can kind of make that work for you in your business. And I wanted to make this super, super easy for people, which is why it's called video made easy. And basically you get an action plan every month. I give you an action plan that's based on the month ahead. So you have an opportunity to do what to plan the videos because that's the most important oh part. My gosh, that is a key piece too. You're not like you have to do this right now. Like there's a buffer of time. So you, yes. you can plan for that action of when it should hit. Exactly. So in June, you're getting the July June. action pack and the action pack is based on video strategies and it has like a video lesson in it and it has topical video ideas that you can pull from not only for video content but also for you know so other social media posts and things like that it is just or podcasts or you know it just has a ton of ideas just to kind of get you started i know for me sometimes like when i'm doing something that is not my zone of genius i'm like god i wish i had there was like a template somewhere like mm -hmm. i don't want to start from scratch because i have no idea like what it's supposed to look like so that's kind of a, another place where this came from for me because I didn't want people like starting from scratch. Like I'm giving you all the templates and making it super, super easy for you to take action every single day of every single month. The other thing that the other component I've brought into is a lot of uh, video strategy, because again, it goes back to the strategy. Otherwise you're just creating willy nilly video. And it's not only a video content marketing strategy, it also incorporates a, a bunch of ways that you can use video in your business, like to create connection, to have conversations, to build community. There's what I call the vid cofactor, all these CO words. <laughs> right, right. Love you it. Know, content, community, conversation, confidence, you know, all of this stuff kind of mixed in. And I provide you templates and formulas and worksheets. Oh, that's awesome. And in that, are those like types of videos that you should have for your business, like an intro video, or you should, this is kind of what to do on a live type of thing. Like you give direction for each of those different types. Absolutely. There's, there's, um, recommendations for a specific, like a specific strategy. And then, you know, ways that you can bring that strategy to fruition throughout the course of the month. And then every month is a different type of strategy. You get, you know, breakdown of four different strategies, one of which being a video content marketing strategy, which you can use to create your content uh, for your YouTube channel, your IGTV, or wherever you're posting your, you know, content for your business. And that you know, in addition to that, I provide video tools and resources that I use and love that allow you to oh, that's awesome. save time because hashtag ain't got time for that. 
I know everybody's running businesses and taking care of clients and video is important, but it might not be the first thing that you're doing in your business. So I want to make sure that it is super easy for you to take action and also save time while you're doing it because it can be time consuming. So really kind of giving you those systems and processes so that you're not reinventing the wheel, you know, use my proven system formulas processes so that it's easy. You're just like literally check marking the boxes, check, 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 check. And you're using tools that can add, you know, parts automation, parts, just functionality, you know, and really just making it simple and easy. That sounds awesome. And I love the, that, that whole piece of saving time too, because it isn't just time and how long it takes you, it, but also time and how long it takes you to redo it because you didn't do it right the first time, or you forgot X because you didn't think of that. So I love that piece because you know, we all think we can renegade and just be like, I'm going to just do this. And then you're like, shit, I don't do that right. You know, I, I think that is the time saver is worth, you know, the expense of it. And it's not, you know, it's a great price. Get on the mailing, the, the waiting list, everyone. It's worth the price of the program because it saves you so many steps and so much time. Yeah. You don't have to redo anything. You don't have to try to figure out how to do it to begin with. I give you all the stuff. I'm so, I'm so, so excited about this because I feel like this is all of the things that I have been wanting to provide. And it's finally all kind of come together now after experimenting with a bunch of different ways to provide my services to people. And I feel like this is, and it goes back to the long game because I didn't just start doing this. This didn't come to mm -hmm. me t yesterday. You know, like this is something that has been years in the making. I don't know that I could have come out with this type of product in year one of my business yeah. um, because I didn't know enough about how I Completely. wanted to show up. And I didn't know enough about how my, what my audience's needs were and how I can be of the most service for them. So this is the fruit of my long game. Right. Yeah, completely, completely. We all need to, uh, I, the, the one thing I always tell my clients is, you have to work with clients. You can't think your business. You have to work it. And that's why the long game, like you really, you are, it, it looks like you're an overnight success, the 10 year overnight success, because it all starts to hit at a point, all that experience and all that groundwork. You know, and there is one other point that you forgot to mention about um, Video Made Easy, which I love because I personally take advantage of this type of things when I'm working in, in this kind of situation is, access to you directly. Like people can ask a question and submit a video and then you will directly answer them. And that's, I, I love that because you just want to know what your particular instant, you know, a question yes. that is in your particular instance for your business and you can get it answered. So that piece yes. I find super valuable. Yes. Thank you. I forgot to mention there, there won't be any, you know, mind numbing endless zoom calls that you know <laughs> suck up all of your time i don't didn't want to add that as part of this experience because i know for me i i've been in that other the other side of it and i'm like oh i just wish you know i just i, I just want to take action i don't i don't need to sit here for 45 minutes listening to things i already know or things that don't apply to me directly that's why, you know, that's not part of this. If you have a question, you can just submit a video or an audio message or a text message to me and I'll get back to you with an answer. Yeah, I love that. Cause I, you know, you, you end up when you are having action, 
you're like, I have this one question and I yes. don't have to wait for the Zoom call day for it. Or, you know, I want it answered. So that's super valuable. And to get a direct answer on your situation. So, yeah, I, I, I you know, I am not an absentee. I'm not an absentee person in anything that I do. I love being a part of my communities. I love being there. And I love, you know, helping people and see them actually take action. That's where I get feel fulfilled. And that's why I do what I do. And, you know, I love that whole idea too of that's a big driver, just taking action. Because when you take action, you get over the hump of it. You get the knowledge, you, you know, all of those things. So it, it really all starts with that piece. So it's a good one to, to, to remind everyone of. So lastly, I want to talk about the long game. And, you know, you've mentioned and, and we, you know, you've mentioned and we've talked about how video is a long game, a long game strategy for your business. But, and you've been in business so long, I, like what have you used that's a long game approach for your business? Like, is it the systems you've put in? Is it any training you took? Is it on going learning? Like what is a long game practice that you personally use in your business? I would say planning is my long game system, right? I lo- I'm a planner. I love planning. But one of the things I have to be cognizant of as a planner and as somebody who loves planning is that I don't get stuck in <laughs> planning. What I call the plan, you got to act. You have to know when to stop planning and start acting. Exactly. So, you know, just that's actually part of my long game, just understanding that there's a plan that I can fall back on, but also being able to be nimble and quick and respond and go back to the plan if I need to. But understanding that there is a plan moving forward. Do you plan like January 1st, let's make a plan? Like, how does your, how does planning look in it? it like, to know that there's a plan? I mean, I plan in 90 day chunks for the most part. And I feel like that gives me enough to not, you know, obviously I think about the the end game because what do I need to, where do I want to be, let's say at the end of the year so I can plan those 90 day like tranches out. And that also isn't overwhelming. Exactly. Tackle it and say, all right, I'm doing this. So I'm always interested in that kind of like how people set up, like I don't have a five-year plan. I mean, I kind of have a vision. I got sure. a vision, but I don't necessarily have the plan because that, you know, I, I kind of work sure. in it now. I like having a plan, but I also like being able to be spontaneous. And I feel like I can be more spontaneous because I have a plan. And I do the same thing. I think like November-ish, October, November, I start thinking about the year ahead. Yeah. And I think like, okay, what am I launching? What am I focused on? What's my word of the year? What do I want totally. to accomplish? Ooh, word of the year? Don't skip over that. Even though My word of the year this year is growth growth. I want to grow my revenue and I want to grow my reach. So everything that I work on this year, I say, I filter through the word growth. And does this have to do with my revenue or does this have to do with my reach? Otherwise I'm not working on it. Otherwise it doesn't fit into um, what I'm doing. And I have the ability to say no with conviction. Love it. I'm a big word of the year. My word of the year this year is content. And here we are creating content. Creating content. And this is my, this is my, this is my growth, my reach being a guest on podcasts. Awesome. Yeah. I think word of the year is a great barometer. You know, you just have to remember it. And I'm so glad that you mentioned it because people remember it up until February. 
It's like going to the gym. Like I, no, I, I seriously, I talk to people who are just like, it's like going to the gym. I got the gym membership in January and then they forget what the word is. And I am an all year word of the year person. Yes. Yes. Um, I have my word of the year up here on the wall so I can look at it and just remember what my focus is supposed to be so I don't get distracted. So understanding like what the overall vision for the year is, what the word of the year is, what are my two or three main objectives for the year, determining what I'm doing in each month. And I usually, I, I've gone through um, Rachel Cook's CEO um, workshops and have used her CEO planner to plan those 90 day chunks and looking and being realistic. I got to say that's one of the most long game strategies is being realistic with the planning and not trying to shove 10 oh pounds God. of plans into a five pound bag because it doesn't work. And what, what, what ends up happening is you're frustrated, you're overwhelmed, nothing gets done to completion, nothing gets done to, you know, the level of, of which you want to achieve or get it done. And I've been there, done that. I'm not doing that anymore. So being realistic with my time and what I want to achieve and breaking that down into smaller chunks so that it actually does happen. Right. And I think when you're planning in the 90 day quarter piece, yes, it allows you to go smaller because yes. you're like, all right, let's, what am I going to get done? And some things can move over, but I did my whole year last year. Um, I work with my coach, Jen Lehner, who does the 90 day piece. And she like, I couldn't like, when we went back to look at what I accomplished for myself in my business, because I just said, not, what am I focusing on? What am I yes. doing? And it, it gives you direction. So you're able to say, all right, I've got a day to sit down or I'm just focusing on this. Like all of the, like what you were saying, if it doesn't line up to your word growth, if it doesn't line up to what my focus is for the 90 days, it's buffed off. Like I'm yep. not trying to create a course right now. I am working on launching my podcast or, you know, like whatever yeah. it is, that is the focus until the next focus comes up. So yeah, I, I've learned that less. Minimize. <laughs> Yeah, I've learned that lesson the hard way so many times. Like, oh, I'm going to make a course and I'm going to um, launch this thing and then I'm going to do like three free challenges. And then I'm like, what the hell? Like, right. well, too much. You know, not being realistic with how long things actually take, especially if you want to create quality stuff. And I'm all about like creating quality and, you know, really creating the experience that I want to have. Exactly. And continually working in your business. Like that's a piece as well, where it's, you know, I've got clients that I work with. So that is, that always comes first for me. And then it's like, well, what am I going to do? Well, I have to be super realistic because now I only have this much space to do what I want to do because I'm servicing these clients. And the same with your subscription, like you're servicing your clients or your course members. However, you know, what is at the pinnacle of what you're doing then you have to even a smaller slice to be realistic about. And I think people forget that. Yeah. You know, they're like, oh, like that for me, there's times where I'm like, I've done nothing for myself because I'm servicing these people. And that's okay with me because that's the goal in the end is to, is to have that. So. Yeah. But to understand that that's the goal. Yeah. Like I know that I <laughs> yeah. want to make hundred K this year. And in order to do that, I need to, you know, have X number of clients and in order to have X number of clients, I know that I am not going to have time to work on some other things. And that's okay because that's what my goal is yeah. instead of like it happening accidentally. <laughs> well, you know, the accidental client, <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's your, your next video. 
video fun fun video. Do you make fun videos for yourself? Like, do you ever? Yeah, you yeah, fun ones. Yeah, good. I, yeah, I'm actually I'm doing some fun stuff over on TikTok right now. Wow. <laughs> you know, I I started to to follow, and then my daughter got my phone, and it she really muffed up my whole algorithm because now oh. it's like the algorithm of an eight year old girl rather uh. than what I want to see. So I'm like, I need to just take it off. And I just for I've just forgone it. So awesome. Well, I, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to be here. Um, everyone, the um, video made easy subscription service is going to be launching on six one. And, and there will be a link to hollygstudios.com where you can sign up. If you sign up for the waiting list, there's an extra special treat for you when yes. the course launches. If you're interested, and it's something you think you want to do, go over there right now and um, hop on her waiting list and um, be notified when it launches. But I, I, I have had several of, I've been with Holly for a while and um, she gives out quality stuff. So I'm excited about this. And I know um, several people, I'll be sending you the link personally who need this. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you so much for being here, Holly. And um, we'll see you on the internet. Thanks for joining me today. You can access more info in the show notes at thelonggamepodcast.net. If today's show connected with you in some way, please share it with your friends or hop on iTunes and leave me a review. Until next time, keep playing the long game.